Okay. <laughs> what is this book about? Man, Birds. I don't know. <laughs> Not anymore. Just, I mean, they're making a comeback. It's true. All right, my cat is asleep. Let's jam. <laughs> <laughs> Radio. We're coming to you from inside the walls. This is episode 74, The Rainwilds Chronicles, book three, City of Dragons, chapters nine through 12. Whoa. And I'm Rachel, a rereader. I'm Alyssa, a rereader. I'm Jenny, and I'm a new reader. Whoa, it's Eli. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say. read. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Eli's a new reader. You know I am. <laughs> I'm Ashley and I'm a new reader. And I'm Elena, also a new reader. You don't know Eli. This could be their very first episode. They could have chosen. Right? Yes. They're starting at episode 74. <laughs> St- starting Let's in the just middle start of book with, three with the current. City yeah. of Dragons. Yeah. They just thought, you know what? We'll just check it out. Um, so corrections, omissions, and announcements. Uh, we have a correction to information that we received in January of 2004 about the breakup of Benefer. <laughs> uh, they are back. Benefer oh. is back despite they've rekindled their love uh, despite Ben's terrible tattoo. And since this stupid knowledge is part of the BKR canon of topics. I just wanted to bring you all up to date because we have talked about them before. I mean, Rachel sent me the link to the <laughs> Wait, they're, Oh, they're, they're back, back together, together, my friend. They spent a week-long vacation in Montana together. That's about as intimate as it gets. Why would you spend a week long in Montana? I, Rachel sent me the link to the E! article, and the only thing I said back to her was, how can she look him in the face knowing he has that tattoo on his back? <laughs> and then I pulled up a link to a Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, where Jennifer Lopez was asked about her thoughts on his back tat when it first broke in the news, and she said that it was, quote, awful, unquote. <laughs> she <laughs> said it was too colorful and that it wasn't cool. It is. None of his tattoos are cool. Conceptually, <laughs> blah. The layout of it, yeah. blah. The colors, blah. The blah. layout is learn... inexplicable. We're going to learn what love means in my chapter, so we can, I wanna we can know bring a full what circle. Love is. I'm so glad you're going to tell me. Show me. (laughs) All right. Uh, And then we also got some very important mail from Podbean congratulating us on 50,000 downloads. We did it. We can quit now. Bye, guys. It was one person 50,000 times. (laughs) I'm so sorry. It was me the first 10 episodes. Just inflating. That's pretty good. So we're episode seventy four to fifty thousand. Somebody pull up their calculator. It's like six hundred and seventy something. Okay, listens per episode. And you know, yeah. And it sadly reminds me of like loan payments. But you know, <laughs> loan payments for seventy five years, you could pay off this loan fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> <000. laughs> 
make it a downer. Yeah, cool. That was so great. Yep. <laughs> As the sirens have a go. spin on things on Bucky Brio. Hooray. All right. Uh, that's it. That's all we got. So we can. Oh, I'm up first. Great. Go me. Uh, so last <laughs> last week I failed to uh, catch up. This week I also failed to catch up, but I did I did summarize my chapter. So here I go. Um, chapter nine: Return to Casserick. So first up is bird mail that does not pop up when I use the table of contents when I, on my Weird. ebook. Right? Yep. Oh my god! So at this point, I feel personally victimized by the publisher. This is weird. <laughs> it just takes me straight to the beginning of the chapter, which I then started to summarize and realized now this. Mine takes mail. me to bird mail. I don't understand why yours is so different. Mine. My, mine does what Rachel does. I'll just, so. I'm writing a strongly worded letter. Don't worry. Do you also have the like combo of all four books? Yes. No, I bought them independently. Okay. Because yeah, I like to spend that extra money. So Elena and I have the combo, and that is obviously messed up. Okay. Anyway, Tatozi has sent that fucking narc Kim a DM. Kim, you are a fool. I didn't say that you were the source of the lice. I just said we were checking. We didn't single you out, but way to incriminate yourself. Also, you are rude and threatening, and that violates the terms of service, so I have half a mind to flag your account. P.S. Your bird was dirty. I cleaned it for you, but it seems inbred. (laughs) (laughs) On to the chapter. Unless you forget that Robin Hobb is a master, she has omitted Leftrin's entire trip back to Kasserik. Fast travel is unlocked. We catch Yay. up with Tarman as he's pulling into the docks at Kasserik, and old left turn is congratulating himself on maintaining <laughs> his, his current air of mystery. Where are the dragons? Wouldn't you like to know? But wait, there's a weird boat tied up here. Shallow draft? Blue paint? Impervious one, which is a little bit like painting Titanic on there, but you do you, confident shipwrights of the Bangtown Alliance. Lefty doesn't like it, but he doesn't think it'll be real competition for Tarman. So they sidle up to the dock. Captain L-Man gives his orders. Skelly is staying aboard so that they can both talk to her parents about how they're both going to marry Penniless and live happy. And someone is going whoring and Big Eater is going to see his mother. And I guess this was supposed to... I was supposed to know who all these people were by now, but I don't. I don't care. (laughs) Um, Malta time. She is walking us through her elderling features in the mirror and sighing. She's so pregnant now that she can't even sleep laying down because of the pain in her back. So shout out to pregnant people for always doing such a great job of communicating just how much I don't ever want to be pregnant. (laughs) Anyways, Malta is distracted by how hot Rain is with his blue lips, just like Euron. And he responds that she scintillates with pregnancy and is hotter now than when she was a hot little bratty girl. And I don't know, man, I don't know. (laughs) Thankfully, we are interrupted by a runner letting them know that Tarman is just tied up at dock, and Malta wants to run off to see it immediately, but it's raining, and she's almost convinced to stay uh, stay behind while Rain goes to check it out, even though Selden should be doing it. Where the hell is he? And for that matter, where is Tintaglia? And like everyone forced to go out into the rain to comply with an agreement, they talk for a few paragraphs about if they could get out of this whole thing and not hate themselves a little bit. But Malta's like, spirit of the law or whatever, and I don't know. Speaking of contracts, whatever happened to Elise? 
Hesta saying that she was a liar and ran off and they trusted her. Was that the right thing? Then they decide to go check it out together, with Rain's grip on her arm firm to keep her from plummeting to the tree trunk to her death. Because she's pregnant, I guess, and she can't walk. So meanwhile, Leftrin is shopping and thinking horny thoughts about Elise on his way to the council to get paid. He must have taken his sweet-ass time buying hardtack and gruel because Malta and company are already there when he arrives. Uh, but someone else is there. Synod Erich. A man Leftrin definitely doesn't want to see, but Synod slips out while Leftrin is giving his report. So via a bit of flashback, we learned that Leftrin and Elise figured out by reviewing the contract that they signed that the council had made no payment provisions for if they actually found Kelsingra and settled the dragons and their keepers there. So Leftrin is playing everything close to the vest. He wants to be paid for the rest of the contract and he wants to collect the keeper's wages per the contract, but the council wants to know where Kalsingra is first. So they play some cat and mouse for endless pages about who should be paid what and who actually fulfilled the contract and why Jess is dead and turned out to be a poacher and on and on. So it's law and order, Kasserick. Dun dun. <laughs> Lefteren turns in his reports and reiterates that he has fulfilled his contract, he expects payment, and he will not be sharing any more information until and unless he is paid. And as he leaves, he delivers a scroll to Malta from Elise, which is nice because they were doubting her earlier, uh, and confirms to her that they did find Kelsingra, which more trader council shouting behind him, and then he heads back to Tarman, leaving Malta very happy in his wake. I'm sure there was a Care lot of turns. Top. Hair toss. Turned left out the door. <laughs> Water tribe. <laughs> so I like this idea that, like, they what if they don't get paid? I mean, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a huge deal. <laughs> it's pretty they shifty. Supplies. They need supplies. Yeah, these people need fucking shoes. Sure. They need shoes! <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting because this whole trader lifestyle is kind of based around they they honor the deal but then you've got the kasarik traders and they seem to be really new they're self-important upstarts like johnny said yeah they're 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 kind of doing it well right and that it's contrasted by the, with like, you know the the spirit of the contract right it's what we what we meant. You know what we meant. What we meant in hindsight that we come up with right now. Well, that's what that's what Malta was saying. She's like, you know, we like even if Tintaglia is dead, we still have to honor this contract that we had with her. Like, we're not just out of it because she died. And then you've got these people who are like, well, if they died, do we have to like, you know, complete the contract? It's like, yeah, actually, because there's people relying on it. And I thought it was super dirty that they accused Leftrin of, of basically trying to steal the wages of the keepers yeah. because he didn't bring any proof that they were alive. I mean, what the fuck? Like, what was he supposed to fucking you? bring? Yeah. yeah. Like, how could he prove they don't have fucking digital cameras with newspaper dates? <laughs> what is he supposed to do? <laughs> he was supposed to video call them from the conference right. room. Zoomy zoom zoom. Surely the elderlings have that magic. He was supposed to find Kasarik and also bring the keepers back, and also the dragons died along the way. That was like yeah. what they wanted. Yeah. He didn't say those they exact didn't want the keepers words. Back either. 
Yeah, they, I guess they were like, oh, somehow something was going to happen that would kill all the dragons and all the keepers and not anyone on Tarman, and you were going to come back and let us know. Yeah, and we, they would pay the Tarman people, and then they would save all the money from everybody else. But I feel like the they, the bulk of that contract payment has to be going to Leftrin. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I would think so. I don't think they ever intended to pay any of it. Yeah, I think they were like, oh, if Tarman <laughs> dies, if Leftrin dies, that's fine. We don't need the one ship that can go up and down the rain the the We've rain. We've got impervious river. ships now, so whatever. Oh, I mean, honestly, they probably wrote him off as soon as that flood happened, and then they're like, well, I guess we don't have to pay them. We're. I think they wrote him off literally the moment he accepted the contract. They wrote. They wrote him off when they wrote the contract. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> They were like, TBD, payment TBD. But here's the thing. they Are they really that confident in this uh, this new little sports ship? This little... Hmm. This, this blue... I mean, it made it up the river, didn't it? Yeah. It made Once. it to Castle. Yeah, it made it there. Which is like... Hmm. I mean, that's pretty far. Yeah, Castle the Titanic made it to Belfast. I don't know. As we speak, it's being eaten away. Somehow, Somehow I don't think it's it was there for the 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 flood. <laughs> when the river must what, have been running, ship? yeah. When when the river must have been running white. Probably not. Maybe it was, and it's just gonna Did fail we get... faster, and we'll find that out later. Who knows? Did we get details of how it's made? No. I have in my mind that it's just like tar. They just like said that it was like man. a coating on They're the just... outside. So. Like a resin. Yeah. I think it's like a resin. Yeah. I was just imagining like they're covered in tar and then tar man is just like side <laughs> My name. Like the ship's called Tari Man. Tari Guy. Yeah. <laughs> tar Guy. <laughs> It's like it's like Mr. Tar-duder. It's like yeah, it's like Mr. Pib and Dr. Pepper. It's Dr. Like, Thunder. Dr. Tar Tar person. <laughs> it's, like, it's the same. It's thirty cents. I'm the tar- I'm the uh, the Dr. Thunder. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and it, it's thirty cents cheaper, and so therefore you are doomed. To have to drink that shit for your whole childhood. Bummer. And can't spend thirty cents. Yeah, your parents try and tell you it's the same thing, and like it is, it is not the Fuck same thing. Else. It's like I have been to Stacy's house and I've had the real thing, yeah. and I know it's not the same. My dad could never have claimed that they were the same because he was like Coke versus Pepsi. Like he'd fucking kill himself before he would drink a Pepsi. Honestly. Pepsi's disgusting. I can't drink. I can't. <laughs> My dad is a diet coke addict. They cut Pepsi with wax. I'm convinced. That's why they call it Peepus. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think about the uh, changes that Malta and Rain have gone through? Malta's red gold hair that sounds yeah. fucking sweet. Yeah, <laughs> sounds pretty hot. I want that hair dye. She's got red fingers, and her whole her, whole f- her forehead's her red. Whole, her forehead is red with the crest, the crown, and all the fa- all the skin on her face is like the the belly of a lizard. Oh. 
But you can see her soft, milky skin yeah. underneath. But it hurts to cry now. The way they it described it. Cry. I would be fucked, you guys. Cry all the time. <laughs> I mean, she does sound, you know, very uh, exotic, touched by the dragon, as it were, but yet it does also sound really pretty. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd probably, like, if I saw somebody cosplaying that or like a painting of it or something i'd be like wow that's stunning yeah that's like something you'd see on like one of those makeup competitions yeah i wish they had said how tall she was then i feel like that would have really like sunk it home that she was different like lady dimitrescu the whole elderly art thing like are they is she like seven foot tall nine feet six inches nine feet big hat very pale, <laughs> drinks blood, dressed in white. That's the second time she she's wishes. come up today. <laughs> she's all I think about. She occupies 100% of the space in my brain. <laughs> but you know who doesn't sound as hot to me? I'm sorry, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but the description of rain was not, not doing it for me. I, we, I feel like we don't get as much of a description of him. I don't know. Let me pull it up. Well, I mean, I, I felt like it was more um, that what we got confirmation of is that Rain was like now a, you know, finely scaled uh, lizard skin as opposed to weird wobbly chin dangles, you know, yeah. effect. So, I mean, so, if he doesn't have any chin dangles, I'm counting him as a hottie patati, you know? Cause... Exactly. Because we know she liked his face already. It was just, she was like, well, how how weird is it going to get? Are you going to get, like, warty? Or are you just going to get more colorful? Yeah, pretty, pretty. Yeah. We, I mean, we, we knew that he was... Malta thought he was hot when she was normal. Mm-hmm. Right. And obviously he's changed. And I think we got maybe a little bit of a description of that at the end of the live show. But I think also the first dancing. time she, quote-unquote, saw him was in a dream true that right the the dream box that's oh, that's, that's so true. she might have steamy teenage dream so it says his eyes gleamed a warm copper oh, his did. skin beneath <laughs> the skin beneath the bronze highlights of his scaling was blue his skin is blue as blue as the dragon he smiled at her with sapphire lips his dark curling hair had taken on a steel blue glint I think that sounds pretty cool. So I would take he sounds like lips. a corpse. I don't know. Oh, he sounds, like, he a sounds like a corpse. He's got all those copper highlights, and that's like a really striking yeah. color combination together. I, 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 I'm into it. Yeah. Rachel, like when you cosplay Thrawn, do you feel like a corpse? Are you trying to tell me that he looks like Thrawn? Because oh, I can adjust. Yeah. He's got blue skin. I don't know. Sapphire lips is pretty bright. That I feel like sapphire lips exactly. is fucking cool as shit. Like, do you think they're, like, metallic? Probably. I think like they're, like, like, when you say sapphire, that, to me, is, like, that's, like, yeah. iridescent. That's, like... All right, take note, rain cosplayers. <laughs> Make sure you get some some incredible highlighter. Nothing subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Bronze. Um, yeah, blue and bronze. I feel yeah. like he's. <laughs> <laughs> you almost said it. it you perfect. almost did. That was like an audible fade to black. 
I'm, I mean, most of the chapter is dedicated to this arguing back and forth about who's going to pay. And I, it's more of like a little, it's kind of weird info dump at the end of a book where it's like, remember Jess, remember how he's bad and remember how he tried mm-hmm. to make a deal with Cedric. Yeah. And I was like, why, what yeah. is this doing here? <laughs> I really liked his tough guy persona though. I really liked him going in there and be like, no, fuck you. I ain't saying shit, motherfucker. I'm not doing nothing. It was yeah. pretty cool. Give me my fucking money. You know what you're going to do? You're going to give me my money. But he like dangled just a little bit when he went to Malta and he's like, oh, here's a little something from Casserette. Or not Casserette. Did Kelsingra. you hear? Yeah. Kelsingra. And then they're like, <gasps> gasp. What? Huh? What? You made it there? Is that where you are? Tell us where it is. Eat a bag of dicks. Pay me. Pay me my money. And then maybe I tell you. But he's not going to tell him. Because he's going to... He doesn't want to upset Elise and have her city overrun with treasure hunters. Yeah. I, I really appreciated the fact that Elise got to use another one of her skills. Um on on his behalf and be like yeah i'm a totally like competent partner for you because she had the the you know traditional trader sort of negotiation training that apparently he didn't get or um his was less complete than hers about the the wily ways of screwing people via contracts yeah yeah, that's that's what she was trained to do. She was trained to run a household and be able to. She was hanging out with the Hest household yeah. for a bit. Yeah, contract negotiations, the, man. Get the it shitty... right. They goofed. They goofed big time, and they got called out on it. And they don't feel good about having egg on their face. What do you guys feel about that other uh, traitor who kept talking out of turn? Oh, Sketchy he... as book yeah he's obviously like he might as well have been wearing like i'm a bad guy t-shirt yeah like (laughs) it's me (laughs) i mean the only question is is it just him or is it all of them so i mean so i mean the rest obviously the rest seemed much less shady than that guy but to be fair like just think about they're not if if you knew that that he had maybe found Kelsingra, wouldn't you be like, oh, hey, let's pay the guy and find out more? Yeah. And not like, oh, hey, well, what what are they planning on doing? Arresting him and interrogating him? He's got the live shit. Like, I don't know. It seems... Like they're all in cahoots? It it seems like maybe they're all in cahoots, but it's also, like, very untraded. Yeah. Yeah, like it's not yeah, just but they're sort of in the wild west up there in Casserick. Like things aren't going as great as they probably would hope and they've I don't know. Well, but that makes it even more important that you stick to your word if like if your word is all you have. Like that's your currency and they're basically undermining their entire legitimacy to like basically rule Casserick by not agreeing to the terms of the contract. I mean, it's pretty fucking blatant. Like, you know, this this is how it happens. I do the job and then I get paid. And they're like, oh no, like you, we're not going to pay you. Like nobody's ever going to fucking work for the council again. Like nobody will ever take a contract with them again, unless it's like paying yeah, payment in full really upfront, motherfuckers. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, and they seemed so like attacked when he suggested that. Um, 
dragon food man uh, hunter guy what was his name Jess? Jess. Jess that he was in cahoots with Chalcedians <laughs> and they're like what like that could never be it's like well yeah he kind of was and somebody here did it but also like Homeslice who is definitely in like in on the bad shit he had no game face at all like he called himself <laughs> out so easily if you're going to be the bad guy on a board of good people, you have to have a solid game face. <laughs> you're talking about Polsk? Polsk? He's not good at werewolf. Yeah. No, no can't can trowel or can't troll. Yeah. Oh, that, that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Polsk was like actually ambiguous. I was like, I, I could believe this is somebody who is just trying to get all the information right. and is here right. with honest intent. But, and that's how I took her. Yeah. What ifs? Mm-mm. Bunch of trifling hoes. <laughs> um, okay, so Malta has her letter from Elise and Lefdrin. Really tiny scroll. Lefdrin has tiny. made his. Do you think in all of the supplies that he has purchased that he will get birds? That would be smart. You'd think, right? I didn't see yeah. him buying birds. <laughs> all right, we should buy in sick I mean, with birds. All, with, sick. All the, with all the talk of like the lice in the bird coops, I actually hope he doesn't buy any birds right now. Right, they don't need any parasites going. Back. I mean, they're in Kasarik, right? This is uh, this is Kim's palace. That's true. For of birds, I feel like Tarman would be immune to like bed bugs and lice. I feel like they wouldn't. It's like cedar. Just like, get out of here. <laughs> <You know. laughs> All right, take us to chapter 10. Eli played himself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> chapter 10. Oops, Eli took the birthing <laughs> Listener discretion is advised for depictions of brothel slash birthing slash hostage situation. All right. <laughs> All right, so the bird log. No mail today. We've got a pandemic, and the whole postal service is called in sick. R.I.P. Bird Loft number four. Immediately following Leftrin's scene at the Kassark Council Chambers, Malta orders Rain to go find Leftrin and bring him back to her room. She's too pregant to walk to Tarman, but <laughs> needs answers now. Also, Elisa's handwriting is too effing small to read. You can barely walk. Let let me see you home, says Rain. There's no time to waste. I can't. I can walk home. What's the worst that could happen, says Malta. <laughs> dun, dun. On the way back to her Airbnb, Malta is hit by contractions that make it obvious that the baby is swiftly on its way. Malta yells out for help. Who will answer the call? Back with Rain, he's made it to Tarman. It's raining so hard he can barely see. Probably shouldn't have left my pregant wife up to see somewhere. <laughs> As soon as Rain is on board, we get to see the first mate reporting to Leftrin about how the council hasn't paid yet, but they've still been able to get a lot of supplies. Leftrin taps his nose. Call J.G. Wentworth, 877-CASH-NOW. <laughs> Raid brags about having money already, and then he and Leftrin, Leftrin reminisce about being boys together. Surprise, all the rich people are related. 
<laughs> Rain explains that Malt has questions about Kelsingra and then pulls out Malta's lists of questions and squints. I can't read any of this, he says. Will you come talk to her? Leftern rightfully wants a nap uh, before, but Skelly asks to go in his stead and shames Leftern into going as well. And so Rain, Leftern, and Skelly find themselves trudging through a rainstorm in the middle of the night to go talk to Malta. As you Left know. Malta, however, is still screaming for help. And finally, someone comes to her aid. Someone covered in robes. Someone who sounds like he has a Chalcedian accent, thinks Malta. Daughter of a Chalcedian. <laughs> <laughs> the probably Chalcedian man then helps drags, slash drags her to the place that he's staying, a local brothel. Back with Rain and crew, they arrive at a little cottage that Malta should have been waiting in and find it empty. Malta never arrived there, they say. They immediately dash off to the Trader's Council where Rain left her, just as Malta and her rescuer make it back to the brothel. Malta then goes into labor as soon as they get to his room. Malta screams for a midwife to come help, and the man goes off. But what does he come back with? Another man! <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Do they even realize she's in labor? What's wrong with her, they say. As the men contemplate gagging her and stripping her body for parts that they can pass off as dragon bits, Malta suddenly realizes the danger she's in. The scene focuses in to two distinct points. The men discussing if they can get away with this crazy plan and Malta trying to pretend that she's not having a kid at this very moment. I mean, that she's not had a kid at this very moment. Best line in the conversation. The ghosty is a ghost! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's our good friends Bogosti and Sanad. Eventually, Bogosti agrees to go in with Sanad's scheme to use Malta and her child for mock dragon parts and send them to the Duke. Bogosti is in charge and sends Sanad off to get supplies to preserve the ship, preserve and ship the dragon parts. In quotes, dragon parts. Bogosti will stay to do the butchering as he moves in with the garrote. Malta kicks Bogosti and then grabs the only weapons in sight. She then smacks the fool in the head and follows it up with a dinner knife to the throat. As Bogosti drowns in a corner, Malta scoops <laughs> up her baby and wanders into the night, covered in blood. Badass. Thank you for that super accurate birthing scene, Robin Hobb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was perfectly fine not to have to read anything more disturbing. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I thought it was disturbing enough. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it could have been worse, I feel like. Yeah, you're right. She could have, like, lost limbs or something, <laughs> or, like, had her skin peeled off, or frozen to the ground, or... She could have gone into the yeah. details about what it feels like. Instead, it was just like, oh, here's a fetal ejection yes. reflex happening. <laughs> Lucky bitch. Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, she is an elderling. Yes, yeah. she is. Oh, is that what well, it is? Her she's... after birth just like casually coming out too. Just like, oh yeah, Ew. there it goes. It's just right there. <laughs> it's just there. It's good. I hope. She, I hope when she pulls up the like, grab the placenta with it, that she's going to go encapsulate it later. Like, you really get a lot of strength yeah. back that way if you put those minerals. Does right anybody back have in your a body. cooler? I need to put this on ice. <laughs> 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 Uh, yes, you got to get the uh, the blender out, some ice. <laughs> I mean, it is good to keep, in case your child ends up having any health needs later on. Mm, so it's that's good to true. Have the umbilical. Mm -hmm. 
She never even well, actually, cut that the, thing. She just ran out I mean, out the best the thing baby. you're actually supposed to do is let the blood flow all the way, all back into the baby and then cut the umbilical cord when there's no blood left in it. But, you know. So she clearly took care of that. Yeah. Yeah. This is a horrifying description. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bodies are fucking weird. Mm-hmm. They are strange. Alyssa's uh, <laughs> just like burritoing herself uh, into a tight swaddle. <laughs> like, I don't have a body. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, sucking down this margarita and becoming a ghost as fast as possible. Thank you. She's like, I'm Thymora. What if I'm pregnant? What if I'm pregnant? Did you guys see that viral thing about the woman who didn't know she was pregnant and had her baby on the on plane? On the plane? Oh my yes, God. I did. You know, phantom pregnancies are actually way more common than you think. Like, there's a lot of women that don't know that they're pregnant. How can you fucking miss this? I'm sorry. Like, how can you miss the signs? I looked like I was... Well, apparently she didn't have, like, regular periods very often Mm. anyway. And she wasn't actually that far along. Like, her baby was, like, three pounds when it was born. So It's like an actual, like, diagnosable thing, though, these phantom pregnancies. Where, like, women, their sizes don't change. They don't have any of the normal physical responses. Or, um, what I don't know, response is the right word. But they don't, like, get the swelling. They don't have the nausea. Their belly doesn't grow. Like, all sorts of things. Where it's, it's actually, like, a legit thing. It's like your body is just in like super deep denial. It's like I will not be changing. Thank you very much. I mean, I've definitely I'm not doing seen, any of this. I've definitely seen women who were like, you know, I know, I know them, and I know that they're six months pregnant or something, and they look like you wouldn't know to look at them, and like, oh, well, my experience was so different. I looked like I, I got asked if I had twins, and I was like nine months pregnant when I was six months. So I was like, there is no hiding this. Yeah. My sister this didn't woman. have a belly until she was seven months pregnant, no joke. And then it was like, oh, she has like a pee taped to her stomach. <laughs> <laughs> this woman was lucky because not only did there was there a doctor on the plane, but there were three NICU nurses mm. on yeah. the plane. Wow. They used an Apple Watch to do the heart monitoring for it, and then, I don't know, some other stuff that they did. It was crazy. Like, they definitely MacGyvered the shit out of it. Yeah, they did. Way better than two Chalcedians. For sure. Yeah. (laughs) But it did remind me of that, because she, like, went to the bathroom thinking she was, you know, like, having, like, you know, diarrhea or something, and then she just shot a baby out and had to catch it. (laughs) Oops. I'm like, oh, that's what Malta did. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah well i mean seriously like it, it, it there, there is an, an actual phenomenon and it's a it's i think it's called like uh fetal ejection reflex um and it's basically where if you don't tr- do the whole like western medical like push it out like it, at some point your body will like move it on its own so. <laughs> like, okay i'll take this into my own hands thanks <laughs> exactly it apparently it's much easier <laughs> So Malta's just out there and on somewhere on the side of the tree. You know, this reminded me of like a video game where you like, you know, something's happening because of a cutscene, but they force you to like go to point A to do a trigger and then go to point B to like do another trigger. And you're like, I know where I have to go. I need to go to point D, but you still have to do all this. So they're just running back and forth. They're just running back and forth on this tree map while Malta's just like, you know, off on the other side. Like man in the shadows. What it reminded I me love of. that every instinct in her was like, this is bad, this is wrong, don't do it, this is fucked up, this guy is shady, and she's like, but what else am I gonna fucking do? <laughs> it's like, well, 
you ended up just squirting it out on your own anyway so you probably should have just done it on the bridge i mean how that she's that, that kid is gonna be like you know on the night you were born i killed a man <laughs> you were baptized with a carved wooden butter knife <laughs> Well, that's some fierce mama bear shit. What the, what the whole scene reminded me of was Apocalypto, if any of you guys uh, remember that film, if you saw it. Um, I don't think I've ever sat through that whole thing. Um, Congratulations for <laughs> doing that. We had to watch it in um, Maya art class to point out how wrong everything was except the costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, fair, but... Uh, but yeah, there's if you get if you get all the way to the end, the uh, the pregnant wife ends up um, giving birth like in the middle of this storm in this uh, um, she like this place where she'd gotten trapped and it's like filling up with water, so she has like this accidental water birth and like I don't know it was crazy and you could just kind of see Mel Gibson pitching that scene and like they hear the craziness in his voice as he's like escalating all of all of the stakes everywhere. But that's what this mm. reminded me of. I was like, oh, Malta. Spoilers for Apocalypto. <laughs> <laughs> this is a movie that came out in, what, 2012 that you guys are all, or 20, 2007, and you guys are all like, we can't sit through it. Like, don't even bother. <laughs> no, I know, no, I know. This is a joke. <laughs> Fair. Um, I do like that uh, Leftrin leaned on his, you know, reputation as a trader good for his money to fleece the local uh, <laughs> store owners <laughs> i mean it sucks that they're not gonna get paid but <laughs> you know he's, he's like was... look i gotta get sheep i gotta get apple trees i gotta get all this crap and bring it up river <laughs> it's like when you order a bunch of pizzas and have them sent somewhere else oh, excuse me Say that one more time. It's like when you order a bunch of pizzas and you like oh, send pizzas. them. Guys, I, I thought you I said thought peaches, you said and I'm like, are we ordering large shipments <laughs> yeah. of peaches and sending them elsewhere? <laughs> I live in the peach state, no. man. Little known fact: Georgia can go fuck themselves, claiming to be the peach state because South Carolina produces far more and better peaches than the state of Georgia. Hmm. We're gonna get hate. Little Georgia little now. tidbit for you. They just advertise it very well. It's like every other sign on that highway. And like the end of every Marvel show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Good job taking us through uh, Malta's horrible no good. Did my best. It's a beautiful take. I did skip a lot. I skipped a lot. (laughs) So. The. there you the, go. Uh, shout out to Bogosti's name being revealed. As we know, people are only named from their most uh, can, their their most uh, defining scene. Turning <laughs> left, being aghast. Yep. Bogosti is aghasti. <laughs> I liked it. Are we good for chapter eleven? Yeah. Chapter 11. Well, but first, bird mail. This is a letter from Rayal to Eric and to Tozy, and this is not a true bird mail because it is a boat mail. 
and as Birdmail has been temporarily closed for refurbishment, P.S. Wish I was invited to your wedding. Signed, Rail. <laughs> Chapter 11 is called Flight. Wonder what happens. Centara, <laughs> feeling good. <laughs> wow, I've had a margarita, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> I'm feeling good, Just too. Act, I expect you to act it out while you're yeah. telling us. My arms are waving everywhere to give you a full picture. <laughs> no glasses safe. All right, Centara is feeling good. She's having taken a nice nap in the middle of her food, which is also a corpse. She's feeling really good, actually, because she's thinking about never flying back to the group again, living her life, and continuing to scream her own name at no one forever. (laughs) She takes off and flies, quote, mostly straight, which... And then ends up slapping directly into the river, crying for Thymara to come pick her up. But she doesn't need her ever. That's right. In other problems, Malta is running with Bebe. Like a seasoned killer, she's putting as much distance between herself and the murder, not falling asleep in the middle of it. Smart. (laughs) Anyway, she's running. She finds the docks. She finds Tarman. She's screaming for help, and nobody answers but the ship himself. Quote, I will help you. He is a child of my family. Give the baby to me. <laughs> okay, Malta says, and lobs the baby <laughs> over onto the deck. Everything is a-okay. Now we pass the running baton over to Thymara, also running. She's fighting through city memories, thinking, oh god, is my dragon dead? And really hauling ass. She finally gets to Centara, and Centara's like, oh, I got better, and she screams her own name again. Centara <laughs> says, wish I could go to the Kelsingra cuticle and hot tub stand and get this taken care of. Thymara's like, wow, yeah, I wish they were still there to take care of that for you. <laughs> but they try for it anyway, and surprise, the dragon jacuzzi is still running. Thymara is like, oh man, I gotta try that, and vaguely hears Hebe trumpeting somewhere and thinks, mm, they'll find us eventually, and dips in her big toe, and ouch, too hot, too hot for mortals. But like burning your tongue on that first bite of pizza, you're a coward if you stop eating, so Thymara tries the water again, <laughs> and takes probably the best bath ever. And do you ever think about how there was like a baseline of comfort that people in the dark ages like Europe could get to and how low that was. Well, Thymara <laughs> is inventing the Renaissance right now. Knowledge is restored to the world via magic bath. And just reading about this relaxation is making me fall asleep. Okay, right, chapter podcast, go. It's Rapscow with Hebe and with a you're nude. And then while well, he is also getting nude, <laughs> how'd you get all the outdoor lighting on and the jacuzzi bubbles going, my dudes and princesses? Because he and Hebe had already been there and nothing had happened. And Centara deigns to answer, because I am better. And there is much admiring of everyone's wings, respectively. They all got the cool wings. They're now wingling dragons. They go exploring upstairs, they being Thymar and Rapscal. And there's an elderling lady's room, complete with a mirror. And in the best moment of the series, Thymara looks at her own reflection and goes, Oh no, she's hot. (laughs) (laughs) And Rapscal is like, Oh yeah, she is. And then let's pull the fade to black adult things happen curtain over this. 
sparkly fade back to the tarmin and the boat took the baby. It's a boat baby now. Rain and Malta are catching up, and she slips into Serena Vanderwitzen voice. I killed someone. Rain is like, uh, yeah, you remember the baby we had? And they go see their boat baby, who is on boat life support. And I guess that's why they call it a lifeboat. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. Thank Clap. you. <laughs> so... Because this is not only a YA book series, but a romance book series, I knew exactly what was going to happen as soon as there was a bath. Oh. <laughs> Duh. Everybody taking their clothes off? What else is going to happen? But also, whenever you have two characters that are in, like, potentially, like, smelly body situations. And then they get whenever fresh the bath, body situations. Yeah, whenever they get a fresh body and again, situation. I, the best sex is fresh out of the shower sex. I will say it till I'm blue in the face. I believe in that. I love a fresh, clean body for sexy times. And I'm glad that these two youngins know the right way to do things. <laughs> it was part of their magical elderly instruction manual. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I knew it was going to happen. I'm also glad that they had a lot of body positivity going on. It was all consensual. Everything was lovely. Good for them. There's a bed, sort of. There's, they got to, yeah. They got a memory right? foam mattress. They got memory mattress. fucking foam mattresses. <laughs> it's amazing. And it, and it, and it solved the wings No blankets, the though. Problem. It's a little weird. I don't know how I feel about that. I need the weight <laughs> when I sleep. And a mirror. I don't know about that, but all right. It's a lot. Uh, so, so uh, Hebe, why, why, why couldn't Hebe and Rapskull activate the uh, the warming spot? Hebe didn't, didn't know to ask for it. And Centara, wait, is this a joke? Are you doing a no, bit? No, oh, okay. no, okay. <laughs> Centara explains that. She's like, oh, I remembered to just ask for what I wanted. I think that, I mean, a lot of these dragons have memory issues, and I think that Hebe probably doesn't remember. Hebe doesn't know how to, to use what to do. how to use uh, uh, what's her name? What's the uh, Amazon one? Alec- Alexa. 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 I'm like Alecto. No. I mean, Hebe had a different name, and then Rapskull said Hebe, and he. Hebe was like, well, I don't remember my right, name. Yeah. Hebe works. Yeah, I, I feel like Hebe maybe doesn't have, an, like, she kind of has the personality of a dog at this point, not a dragon. And so maybe it's more like about the energy you bring and you have to have that dragon sort of, like, swagger. And, like, you know, he, it's not like Hebe runs around going, I am Hebe! And, like, screaming her name. And <laughs> Sintara is like, I am Sintara! <laughs> You're going to give me a fucking bath. And it yeah. like wakes everything up. It's like that Godzilla roar, you know, kind of thing. And then suddenly... maybe Hebe needs a, a good dragon pal to to hang out with, and so she can get more dragony. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as soon as any of them like dude dragons can fly, you know, she'll be like, "All right, motherfucker, let's roll." But she's why why is she gonna stick around and wait for him? They're not worthy. Yeah. Of course. I'm I don't know really if Hebe thinks in those terms What's, or if she's um, more like, flying is fun. Eating things is fun. You can't have fun? Fuck you. I have fun. I too wish I, I could just fly if, anything. Um... Go ahead. Sorry. 
Do you remember um, what's what's the copper's name? Relta. She seems at her brightest when she's kind of sharing Cedric's Yes, they have the one brain cell between them. (laughs) Right. I I wonder if it's the same way between Hebe and Rapskull, just because they they were the two, maybe not two, three. There were like three dragons that were not very well developed. And right, they needed a little bit kind of, of the like same. support. Yeah. yeah, and so if it's maybe like mostly uh, Rapskull's brain that's <laughs> kind of directing her her thoughts. Yeah, she's like it's like she's know. brand new. Just she doesn't thought. have any of like the old. For some reason, she doesn't have any of like the really old memories, or at least not a lot of them, mm-hmm. to help her navigate and do things that she would probably instinctually do had everything gone to plan right so she's probably really good at like doing crunches and like bicep curls and like whatever <laughs> whatever it is that reps whatever you need to get into the sky yeah whatever whatever it is that rap skull does all day <laughs> remember he is muscly and hot so yes he's working at it when no one's looking well, I mean, um, he has speaking... all, all day after, like, Kibi flies him somewhere, and then he can just go do whatever he wants. Right, like, he doesn't even have to feed her anymore. She feeds herself. She goes hunting. He just does, like, you know, her cleaning at the end. So what's he doing? He's probably working out, and maybe he could learn how to do something more useful. <laughs> or inadvertently working Watching out where he's, like, corn. climbing buildings and, you know, mountains. He's got a Netflix addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I this chapter just really made me want my hot tub even more. I'm just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just get out the hot tub drawing again. Yeah, yeah. Hot tub. Did well. anyone else have to do like a lot of like mental calculations about the like child of my family thing for Tarman? <laughs> I was like, wait. Well, I mean, they just explained it in like. The previous bit so where yeah because yeah, rain basically called um Their left cousins. one of his cousins now who knows right. like what degree of separation but um but did that make you that weirded me out because i thought that left was older than that well he and rain would be roughly the same age because like rain was um rain's probably rain's like 27 or Malta. 28 yeah. at this point because he was 20 in the last he was 20 been, like eight yeah. years and, and this is seven yeah, years. Yeah, and has Lefton gone by, was yeah. around thirty. So yeah, I mean, they would Lefton would have been a little bit older, but not a lot. So yeah, they would have been. I guess I just figured Lefton was like forty-five. Yeah, I always <laughs> pictured these swarthy yeah, but... boatmen as being older. Yeah, and then I'm like, whoa. Yeah, but they only they like lived to forty-five. So. Every last one of them looks like Hagrid to me. All of them. It's like <laughs> yes, it's... yes, exactly. Brashen, it's like weird. Lefton, like everybody yep. looks like fucking Hagrid. Burrich, yes, he's not on yes. a boat. He still looks like Hagrid. He has that name though. It's the same. <laughs> it's it's the it's the Tatooine problem where it's just like your your life has been hard. You look twenty years older than you should be. Yeah. <laughs> uh what else happened oh right so the so the baby the baby is now on uh in the tarman nicu yeah yeah hanging out yeah so what i was thinking about this um 
chapter is it, it takes something that you think is like the worst possible thing that could go wrong and actually it becomes the best thing that ever happened because if Malta hadn't like you know been kidnapped and given birth alone and had to kill a Chalcedian and run for her life she wouldn't have ended up on Tarman and their baby probably would have died very quickly and um and so it's like even though it seems like when it's happening this is the worst possible thing you're like why didn't you just let rain take you right home you know it's like actually mm -hmm. it's the best thing because you now ended up in this really fortuitous circumstance that you actually have a chance to save your baby it, this is actually like really good knowledge if they choose to share it with any of the families that have mm -hmm. live ships yeah um, and you know most of them that do they've already like have the tradition of taking the air and like raising it on the boat but there could be other family members that don't get to do that you know they're not like directly in line with the boat mm -hmm. the captain and that you know so which is a little unfair to everyone else but hey whatever works yeah plus they all those boats have like figureheads and they can hold the babies just like uh, t uh paragon did and throw them in the air and then catch them <laughs> wasn't terrifying at all that's fine it's very safe yeah. what do we think rain's hair actually looks like i think it's blue sonic the hedgehog <laughs> well i know but like <laughs> style wise are you drawing rain or is this just an I'm, I'm doing a thing i i i traced Mohawk. over an old drawing and i made it blue and um mullet. put some copper scales on it and i'm trying to figure oh, out i could hair. totally see him with a fashion mullet 100 percent. it says he Just has like curly the... hair and so i don't know the um yeah i'm giving him some curly hair okay so i'm, I'm looking curly up curly fashion mullet d'artagnan from the disney Mo three musketeers um the guy from better than ezra um... i'm sending a picture Oh, well, okay. I went dorkier. Okay, that's fine. Can you have a shag <laughs> cut with curly hair? Yes, you can. My yes. friend Kelly has one, and it's fabulous. <gasps> that's rain. All right, it's going to the chat right now. So. <laughs> oh, that chat. Yeah, the Google chat. Sorry, I don't have my phone with me. I left it to entertain my child. Speaking of letting the, uh, you know, technology babysit for you. Oh, okay. You're oh. thinking like a short. Yeah, that's like a good texture, I think, like curly. But I had, I was in my head, I was thinking it was much bigger. I love that this was like on the tippity top of Elena's brain. Like, oh yeah, no, exactly. Because <laughs> I'm giving him a mullet right now. It's pretty horrible. No, do it. Do you know like the mullet that uh, that uh, uh, Nightwing has in the Batman cartoons? Do that. Right now, it looks a little bit. He looks a little bit like a cross between uh like avatar and david bowie <laughs> i think we should lean bowie i don't know about avatar the blue avatar well, it's just the blue skin oh okay they have hair yeah I don't that like avatar it. i don't like it no i don't mean the hair i just mean like the blue skin oh, oh, there's yeah. only one blue be. man for me <laughs> mr freeze is it nightcrawler it's obviously <laughs> it's um ob obviously tobias Spunke, right Yes, I mean, I yes, want to go to your party, but I'm afraid I just blew myself. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel is a never nude. It's fine. Oh, no, I gave him a mullet. It's, it's great. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> let me just, 
Let me just crop this nonsense. Is he wearing Although, mascara? I was. Please, yes. Uh, I mean, he does have dark eyelashes. This is really horrifying. <laughs> okay, so at least you're. At least I am vindicated in thinking that he doesn't sound that hot. I know this is bad because Elena's gonna miss this because I don't know how to send this kind of thing. It's, it's okay. I'll see it when I get home. Not... I just can't react. I, I can move it over. I'll move yeah, it over. Yeah, we'll we'll put it. We'll post it in there. It's okay, Rain. We can't all be Paragon. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, Paragon obviously really hot because who does Paragon look like? This is the rules are established. Somebody got a text and I didn't get a text. Oh, here we go. Oh no. <laughs> Not what I was thinking? Oh, yes. growing <laughs> <laughs> on me. All right. Wow. <laughs> this is just Nightcrawler, and I love it. Thank you. It's just Nightcrawler with too much bronzer. Perfect. It's a bronzer, a blush bronzer. Okay, I'm moving it over. Hold on. Me too. <laughs> it's, it's pretty horrific. <gasps> The hair is the hair is especially. <laughs> I like great. the hair. Yeah. I like the mullet. I think the mullet is an A plus choice. <laughs> I believe in the. Mullet. It's got that like cover of a nineteen seventy sci fi movie. Oh yeah. Mullet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will put this, listeners. I will put this. <laughs> <laughs> listeners you're welcome on behalf of jenny this is, this is not my best work but uh, it's uh, a thing. listen i was just gonna say speak for yourself but you were so i don't know what to say anymore and that's it that's all i've got we should just have like the hot boys of the realm and i think like a calendar wintro yes. is yes. definitely tatted up and in this crew Rain oh God, definitely please. in this crew. Like, yeah. Yeah. Hotties of the ro- Hotties of this. Of I, it land. bothers me so much that the planet doesn't have a name. We're just calling it the you realm. Know? Yeah, the realm. Hotties yeah, hotties of, of the realm. <laughs> can't yeah. they pull a the Dragon Age setting? Thetis? Can't they can't you just like make something easy? I, okay, I so know. well, we know how we how she'd name the uh, we'll ask the, the planet because like what what's what's the thing that happens here? Like, what's the most this planety thing? Because that's the name of the planet. Dragon right? planet. That's Dragon it. Planet. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Hobbling. Hobbling. Um, they okay. call but the dragons call themselves the lords of the of the three realms. The three hotties of, of the three, three realms. realms planet. There it is. Hotties of the so three realms. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. So, okay. Because is... that allows you to make a hottie dragon, maybe. If, yeah, if you're off. into that. <laughs> that, that or Mercor could be the hottie dragon. Yes. Because <laughs> Sintara is just too full of it. She can't. So, yeah, and we can have well, the fool in multiple yeah. iterations. Ooh. Because ooh. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. we're going to need all three a fool and is an amber fool. A version? No. This goes back the, to. The chiclet tooth fool is not in the hottie calendar, okay? It's amber, <laughs> it's golden. <laughs> this goes back to the question we got from one of our listeners about which. Uh, uh, what's the word for when you're born under a star shape? 
Oh, uh, your zodiac sign. Yes. Wow. That's not what I thought you were trying to get to. I was like, is this a witcher thing, I wondered? Yeah. Astrology. Which zodiac sign? Astrology. Jesus. Which is born under a star shape. All right. Wow. (laughs) A star shape. I think that's beautiful. And I'm going to write it down and put it in a comic, if you don't mind. Okay. Okay. Just... Just the mini strokes I get to have is, you know. Yes, so we, we can try and match, like, their zodiac sign to the month. And, like, so if we think Rain is a Virgo, for example, he could be Mr. September. Right. Gotcha. Or, yeah, or Mr. August, yeah. depending on how we're doing it. Yeah. Oh gosh. We're going to have to have, um, like, a four-hour episode where we just talk about which zodiac signs belong to each hottie. Well, we're going to have to. forever. Well, we're going to have to have some something to talk about when we've read all the books. So this is actually, since we True have this that. picture of Rain up, this is a good moment for me to talk about. I, I thought of a thing for Roteland. Um, and, like, you know how sometimes at amusement parks they'll have those, like, dress up like old west photo stations where you can like put on costumes and stuff we totally have to have like a get dressed up like an like make yourself an elderling or like get made into an elderling and do a photo shoot kind of shop so like they'd have to have makeup artists that can like turn you into some sort of elderling hottie and like you know a few headbands that put a large erogenous crest on your forehead. I mean, yeah like you have to have some props like that do you want wings do you want an erogenous crest do you want you know, um, sapphire lips, like we can do that. Like extra long and, fingers. Come and be hotified. Well, that's that, that 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 they do that with camera tricks. That like, For, yeah, you know. Photoshop my neck so it's really long. Yeah, 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 long. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Not be long. Yeah, I think I think that would be a winner, and I am I am happy to be the proprietress of that shop. My, maybe can't do the I'm makeup, but it. like you know, I'll be the. And then we can embed we can embed it as like a hologram inside a little rock. <laughs> That's how you take it home. You could, Your like, memory. It looks like a dream box. <laughs> I love it. I think it sounds amazing. It's in. It's good. Anything to take your money. <laughs> we'll also just have hot tubs all throughout all of the parks so at any moment if you need a hot tub it will be there for you we can call them like restore areas or something it's Mm -hmm. like are you feeling are you feeling like shriveled or tired restorative baths restorative baths that light up there also a just get warm places too just yeah we'll have some just like water pads yeah well they weren't meant to be underwater i don't think they were meant to be platforms well, but... Yeah, but we can make the ruins. It'll be like Disney. Yeah. Fake ruins. We can also <laughs> yeah. just have some warming rooms. Like for winter visitors, we'll have just some nice... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have like... We'll have where Ice Fire was trapped in ice. We'll have that. And that'll be where you go to drink your vodka and your furs. You know? Oh, yes. Because Ooh. you're trapped in ice. Ice bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. An ice bar. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. And you can make it so that it looks like there's a dragon trapped in the ice. Mm-hmm. I think that oh would my be god! Yes, and you can uh, have people pay to crawl through the tiny little hole to go see to it. touch it <laughs> yeah, to get to it. You have to crawl. You have to chisel your way through. <laughs> we'll have the hole already like there, but a you know, claustrophobic you nightmare. There, right? When you leave, you get to go through the dungeons. Oh my god! <laughs> Horrible. Everyone gets. Everyone's horrified when they're on their way out. Like the bathroom situation at the bar, not great. <laughs> Just like the panic attacks Mission Space used to make. Oof. <laughs> when are we going to Disney together, you guys? Uh, Never. 
2023. That sounds great. I'm serious. Let's just put it on the calendar. <laughs> no, that now. sounds great. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what we were talking about at all. Did we talk about Sorry. everything? Did we talk about everything Sorry. in flight? We might have. I don't know. I yeah, feel I complete on totally. <laughs> oh, uh, Rayal didn't get to go to the wedding. That's bullshit. Hey, somebody had to hold down the fort. Didn't get time off. Yeah, I don't. I think he was invited, but that was the whole reason he got hired, yeah. so they could get married. So he <laughs> he ran out of days after his bereavement leave. <laughs> Oof. You know, top quality jobs, he couldn't afford to take those days off because somebody would have swooped in and tried to steal his shit. He's had to stick around to protect it. Um. Okay. Chapter 12, please. Yeah, you remember that? All right. Uh, <laughs> chapter 12. I'm scared. I need a new, called... new topic. It's fine. It's called Illumination. Yes. Turn on the lights. <laughs> uh... So, in Birdmail, Kim is sending super top secret tidings to Hest's dad again, this time informing him before anyone else that Tarman has returned and that they have discovered Kelsingra. He also fills him in on all the gossip about Jess and says that Elise apparently chose to stay, and at the end he signs off with an extra note emphasizing just how awesome Amazon Prime is and he should definitely be grateful for his two-day free shipping for this low annual cost because he's not going to get this information, or because he's going to get this information before anyone else. So, back at Kelsingra, Tass has dropped by Carson and Cedric's hut for a late night chat, rudely interrupting snuggle time. It seems Tass is feeling as green as his dragon because he's upset about Thymara missing curfew because she's been out partying in Kelsingra with, all night with Rapskull. And so he's decided to come to the two gay men of, of the camp to uh, <laughs> ask for advice about girls. Solid plan. <laughs> But, you know, they seem to have that whole love and relationships thing figured out. Anyway, Tats sure has a lot of teenage feelings that he's got to get out. He's super jealous that Thymara and Rapskull are together, but definitely doesn't see the connection there that it's much the same as the way Thymara felt about him sleeping with Churd until Carson points it out to him. He admits that he didn't think about much of anything when he and Churd slept together, but surely girls think about that kind of stuff, don't they? So why didn't Thymara think about his feelings or give him a chance to win her over again before she made that choice? Oh, Tats, stop. Wow. <laughs> Carson tries to explain what love is. See, we're bringing it back. That thing you're looking for uh, is that feeling that no matter what, being with that person is always going to be better than being without that person, good times or bad. That having that person around makes whatever you're going through better or at least more tolerable. And I think those are some solid vows, Carson, and you should remember those. <laughs> yes, ending a vow uh, tolerable, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> honest right um so tats tries to say that that's exactly what uh he feels about thaymara and carson is all is it though uh, insert the uh thorn meme um and and tats is all you don't understand and tries to storm out and slam the door but hey look someone turned the lights on in kelsingra this is new the dragons are excited, and Relta tells Cedric that the city awakens and welcomes us. It's time we went home. Now if only they could get there. Uh, back on Tarman, Leftern, Rain, and the others work out their next move. Rain and Malta need to get to Kelsingra for the sake of their baby, and Tarman is very committed. Leftern is fairly game, but he really wants that money he's owed. But it's fine, though, because Rain is a trust fund baby, and he's got, got, and his family's got money to spare, so they'll just charge it all to his credit card. 
Leftrin agrees that they'll be on their way by tomorrow, plus one more, because Tillamon says that she's coming with them despite Rain's reservations. She just really wants to go and live in a proper lizard colony where no one will look at her weird. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Kelsingra, Elise is waking up and missing Leftrin as usual. She's real tired of that smoked fish for breakfast and needs him to bring back some better menu options. She goes looking to recycle some old paper from uh, for new notes when she sees Hebe flying overhead. And what's that with her? It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Centara. Oh, queen of the sky, blue, blue, and beyond blue. And wow, Elise, I think you need to get out that thesaurus again. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember how, like, at the end, usually at the end of a Robin Hobb book, like, a lot of stuff starts happening? Uh-huh. Does, all, uh-huh. does this stuff count as stuff? <laughs> Well, there was a birth and a murder, and and lights are turning I on, and baths so. are filling yeah. up, and sex is happening. Kids are having sex book. in weird beds. Or the last book. <laughs> I guess so. It'll be the last book, right? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, there definitely is still one more book, and we're technically then in the beginning of uh, somewhere near the beginning of the third book because <laughs> these this trilogy was turned into four books, right? So. Yeah. I don't know. I was gonna I say just... this book very ends very abruptly, just like the first one. I feel yeah. like it was meant to be two books. <laughs> yeah, it's a duology. <laughs> Split over four books. Yeah. Uh... I mean, why do you think that the that Tillerman and the Tillerman didn't work out? Who <laughs> says they didn't? Maybe because they switched boats. Oh yeah, because yeah, that, that wasn't on the. He wasn't on the Tarman, so that boat went back down the river. Uh, um, the Tillamon. Yeah. Uh, well, well, she can't be with this Tillerman because he's taken. Well, there's boats. There's boats in Kilsingra. Maybe, she, maybe she can become a tiller, a tiller man there on her own. Or okay, so maybe. Um, do we know how is this Rain's older sister or younger sister? Do we know her age range? I believe it's her younger older sister. sister. Is it an older sister? I thought it was younger. I'm trying to remember from the last. No, I think she's older. Okay. I think I was going to say oldest. I thought Rain was the youngest, but gosh, I just I had know. him pegged as the middle child. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I don't know if he's it, maybe he's the youngest boy or maybe he's flat out the youngest. I don't know, but I because I'm wondering if she's. I think she's older. Okay. than him. I think I remember. If she was younger than him, then like she'd be ish. Yeah. You know, age with all the keepers and like I don't they know. Need some ladies. They need some ladies. <laughs> but I mean, I guess in elderling years, you know, being ten years older is really like nothing. Yeah. Who cares? Once you hit like once you hit in, in double digits, does it matter? No. <laughs> I mean, triple digits, but that was awkward. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to make that joke again? You're 10, all like... right. <laughs> you guys know what I meant. Yes. Okay, so Tats is uh, aggressively approaching a, a, a point where he might have some sort of epiphany that will allow him to character arc. <laughs> One can only hope. Right now, it's really just like mm, love triangle. Why a novel crap? Just, <laughs> Carson is just so down on these like young kids trying to like have relationships. He's like, it's just stop. <laughs> yeah, he kind of is. Um, it's like the principal of a reluctant principal of a school. Energy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
just trying to explain the difference between infatuation and yeah. love. But also, like, does it matter at this point for them? Like, can't he just tell him more actionable things? Like, stop being weird and... <laughs> <laughs> trying to control people yeah like, it's like know, it doesn't like... even matter even if he does love her even if he does think that he's in love if she doesn't love him back it doesn't fucking matter or it's even still if, so one or if they're both in love you can't control people you can't like reach into their mind and make them think and feel in a way that just makes you feel less insecure that's what is that that's not a i mean i don't and Carson knows that because he's just been through that with Cedric. Like, mm-hmm. he's still looking for a checklist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let me just let me just go through this list of things, and then I win. Yeah, I get you. You know what he would have? Who he would have liked? Eliania. <laughs> like, oh, I just have to go and do this task, and then we can right. get married. Great. <laughs> Very contractual. Thank you for that actionable. And so then I will uh, be chosen. Yes. (laughs) It would have been way more. Born in the Out Islands. Well, it's going to say way more, like more less of an accomplishment though, because he's a keeper. So he would just have to be like, okay, let me go find my dragon. Well, I mean, yeah, but (laughs) I have to ask him to do something more impossible. Like, yes. I'm just saying, maybe he should go date not Islands, girl. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious whether you guys think this is moving toward, um, you know, Saimara getting um, both of them or uh, Pat's getting someone else. You think you think Robin Hobb is going to give us a, uh, <laughs> a throuple? Yeah. A, a devil's freeway? I mean, why not? The, the, it has been emphasized more than once that there's a lack of women. So. <laughs> I... I but that doubles her odds of getting pregnant, which I highly doubt she would be down for. So I, I'm just gonna negate she, that. What she needs to do Unless is go on they a mission all... through Kelsingra and find all the and find the Elderling birth control tower, like memory stone. That's got to be there somewhere. Eventually, she'll probably want to get pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. I think they all but, just need know. to embrace their bisexual sides. Just <laughs> yes. be or pansexual. Just well, like too. everybody, just fucking love everybody. Robin Hobb doesn't know what that Robin means. Hobb novel. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to set expectations. I don't think we're getting the orgy scene that you're looking for. I'm not looking, looking for. for okay, I'm whether yeah, anyone else thinks it's moving that way. I personally, I'm like, no, fuck him. I like Rapscal. Rapscal's been like, he's in it to win it, and I like his vibe. But I'm wondering I, if that's where she's moving. Yeah. Yeah, I worry him, about so. Rapscal and the stones and watching this other couple, though, and it's like, is he really living his life, or is he living the life of the people inside of these memories? Like, mm-hmm. that concern definitely exists. Question. Is he rotting his brain out with too much code? TV? Yeah. yeah. Specifically, you know, porn. That- <laughs> <laughs> He's addicted to Pornhub, and it's not realistic, okay? I um I mean it is a YA trope to have a a a a love triangle, right? And it's usually two boys that don't like each other and a girl that they're trying to get to choose. And this right? is one hundred percent why I don't like YA That's what books. Twilight taught me. 
Right, and, and Twilight and, is know, the best teacher. <laughs> and and it's, it's somewhat of a joke, but also like there, one of the criticisms that you see a lot is, well, then why don't why don't we just have a polyamorous relationship? Why does it always have to be a choice? This is you know enforcing very specific ideas about love and relationships and sex. But knowing all of that and knowing that I think we're, we're I don't think we're in a, uh, <laughs> a redefining of the trope, <laughs> considering what we've been presented in all the other books. So it seems to me like, what is like, what's the purpose of this? Is this supposed to, or is it really about a choice for Thymara or is this, are we seeing something beyond choice? Like, is she going to realize that she doesn't need either of them or... Is Tats I mean, she's got wings. He can't control people. Is Tats going to realize that he can't control people and just leave them alone to like ride off into the sunset? I mean, it is Robin Hobb, so nobody learns anything. Perhaps it will that's, be bittersweet. That's what I've learned. <laughs> that's what I've learned from life. Nobody yeah. learns. I hope the fool comes and just makes it into like an LGBTQ utopia for everybody. Yay! <laughs> that's what Roteland will be. Yes, an LGBTQ utopia. Poor Tats, he's so stupid. He's, he's just so overcome dumb. with teenage male hormones. Like, he's just, he can't think straight. Yeah. Just... I mean, I actually felt a little bit sorry for him, because he's like, but I've known her my whole life, and, like, we've been friends, and, you know, I have these... He's the boy next door. Yeah, like, and it's like, oh, that's actually really sweet. In Why haven't tree. you been acting like it? Why haven't you been acting like you cared about her as a person instead of right. as a vagina? Like, yeah, no, he, he just, needs to have yeah, way more respect. Yeah. Well, that's exactly He's the what one who went off and was stupid first. It's like, do you just want to have sex or do you actually miss her? Do you want to spend mm. time with her? <laughs> yeah. Uh,. So while all that's going on, they figure out how to turn the lights on in Kelsingra. Dragons are thrilled. It does, so the city is perfect. It works great. No repairs needed. It's move-in ready. You just have to know. <laughs> well, necessarily turnkey turn because city. they're they're missing. Yeah, they're missing some like appliances and things. But you know, furniture. <laughs> well, Tarman is on his way. <laughs> missing food. <laughs> Got the orders. They're the coming moving in. van. Yep. They went to Home Depot and they are on their way back. I, I just feel like it's very convenient, but I, you know, whatever. It's the cool elderling city of with the technology that seems like magic that we don't understand. But I'm like, really? They just they just get to find it, and then because they're like destined, it turns on and it's perfect, and they get to live there. All right. Well, what else would happen? Nothing's gonna fight. They're gonna be like, I don't know, like Fort ghosts Wilderness? come like, out. And, what? Yeah, I think ghosts should come out and fight them, or they should no. have to like. They haven't solved everything. They they, yet. they struggled all the way up that fucking river, and now you think they need to fight ghosts? <laughs> yeah, yeah, ghosts. <laughs> fight. No, I think they've struggled. I mean, they still haven't figured out. They how can to barely fucking feed themselves, and they're living in stick huts. Like they're <laughs> hungry <laughs> fight of ghosts. Yeah, but they just found microwaves. So for more, they just plugged in all these ghost. microwaves and like. No, the microwave is a, really is a ghost. <laughs> I'm they just still wondering. Don't have... They still they still have all the ghosts though. Yeah. They don't they haven't figured out how to turn them off yet. I'm just, I'm just 
Just because they turn the lights on doesn't mean they turn the ghosts on. They, they just turn on the memories and they just wail on the ghosts. Give them a clock in the, <laughs> the old jib. I'm just wondering how they think they're going to get them fucking dragons across the river. I mean, is it going to be that they all just have to start doing learn to fly. 300 reps or 3,000 reps a day until they can fly? Or yeah, man. Well, I think that Centara has just proven something. Yeah, that they can swim. So go, just walk real far <laughs> up river, guys, and then take the current right on down. They just need to piss <laughs> off all of the dragons bad enough, and they'll all have rage-fueled flight. <laughs> they just need to pretend, they just need to play dead. And then their dragons will freak out. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, they all need to go drown in memory stones and like, you know. So they just need to get everybody over to Kelsingra and have them all touch memory stones and like <laughs> be inside that. And then their dragons will be like, oh my god, they're dead. I must fly. I think they should just throw each other. <laughs> Catapult style? Yeah, they could build like a little, a little, uh, not a catapult. What's the other one called? Chebuchet. Yeah, a trebuchet. trebuchet. The flingier one. You could build one of those. What's the difference and then between just... a catapult and a trebuchet? Uh, it has to do with whether it's um, pulled back by tension or a count- or like fueled by a counterweight. So. I see. That's I correct. Unless <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm listening. You tell me what it is. <laughs> Look, our podcast is educational. The flingier one, I said. I don't. That, know. I think that's a trebuchet. That, and you we were got better explanations. <laughs> I'm helping you picture it with colorful language. Yes. Look, when you get Thank this you. many nerds together in one place, like it's bound to be educational in one way or another. I guess. I guess we're just. I mean, what do we think? What are your predictions? I mean, like, are we going to hole up in the city and like go to war against the people coming up the river? Or I think these motherfucking dragons are going to learn how to fly. Home slice is coming up the river with the goods, and if other people come around, then these dragons need to fucking acid spray these assholes and tell them to get back. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like if it. I mean, I think that they're going to come up the river, and their boats are barely going to make it, and they'll be melty and gross and. They're going to look and see that there's this huge body of water they still have to cross. <laughs> and, and then Spit's going to spit on Their them. boats are on the wrong side. They're not on the side, but that body of water. And then there's all, all the a people bunch of dragons in, yeah, all the people just in the city around are be like, being assholes. You know, your mother was a hamster. Like, <laughs> like they're, they're, they don't have to. <laughs> they, I don't think they have to do any work to keep people out. Right. Because yeah. you need a dragon that can fly you there. And it's not like they're going to be having like a ship of like hundreds of people at once dumping into this city. Like if people do get there, they're going to be in small batches and they'll be manageable. They'll yeah. either be able to slaughter them by hand or have the dragon snip <laughs> them away. Or they can go and be the fucking farmers that lived on the other side and supplied Kelsinger with everything they needed. Might still be a better life than living in a tree. I don't know. Uh, firm ground? I'll take it. <laughs> but Leftrin said that no matter what, he was always going to feel more at home under the soggy trees. That's I don't conditioning. think Leftrin is ever going to stick home. around. Oops, I hit my mic again. God damn it. Um, I don't think he's ever going to really be like a full-time Kelsingrian. I think he's going to be always migrating because he can't leave the boat. He can't just leave yeah. Tarman to sit there and he's float alone. Man. Yeah. And he's going to want to have purpose. 
I mean, we've suddenly started really like getting into like the idea of these contracts. And I think that there's there's a lot of money to be made if you can negotiate contracts that the city that the, the council will be like inclined to actually honor. Right. And right. if there's if you're giving them stuff that they really want, they will probably play ball. Yeah. I feel like Elise is going to have a second uh, career um, on the boat with him to be his contract specialist. Oh, mm-hmm. what will she do besides that? I think they need to she dissolve can write her the memoirs. I mean, God knows it's going to take long enough with as much as she can. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Skelly's basically like, "Oh, I'm losing my." I mean, that 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 was actually kind of funny. She's like happy to go tell this boy that she's been betrothed to. Oh, there. I'm. I'm probably going to lose my inheritance, so you probably don't want to marry me anymore. And then she gets to go up and marry this keeper mm-hmm. and leave the boat. Shock. <laughs> so I guess Elise can do whatever Skelly was doing. <laughs> pretending. Yeah, <laughs> pretending to hold a pole. <laughs> it is actually, like, the best... Like, wouldn't it be amazing to be like, you know, I've been, I'm a 30 year tillerman. I worked on the tar man. I, you know, it's like, I'm really good. And they're like, oh, great. Can you work my boat? And you can't. (laughs) All the muscles are atrophied. Like, what am I supposed to do? They're like, gosh, it's like you've never done it before. That's odd. (laughs) Yeah. So, how, how, how much. So I guess speaking of being bored and like working out, Big Eider, you know, how many reps is he doing um, on the, you know, on barge gym? Say big, <laughs> since it's not polling. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess he's just a big guy. You know, I have to admit that this whole time I thought the audiobook was saying Big Ida, and I thought it was just a big I thought it was a big lady and not a big man. It's fine. We can change. We're going to change it. Rewrite the edition. Like I thought, <laughs> it's different. Like the, the whole time when he was holding, uh, what's his name, over the edge mm-hmm. of the boat. I thought it was a big lady. <laughs> oh, my God. That makes sense. Because they said Ida. I mean, it's, those soft bars is, will get you. This is canon now. And then. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then like the you know the, it changes the scene with Malta a little bit like it's okay big guy just got you <laughs> like it's very it goes from being very maternal to, you know? I like it and I do recall that you um you had thought that there were like more, there was more than one other woman on on the crew yeah so yeah uh okay Centara can fly they turned on Kelsingra Tats is hopeless. What else happened? Um, and you know, Cedric and Carson are the poster children for the gays. <laughs> They're the only people that have like any other shit together right now. What's funny is Tat. It didn't occur to Tats for like a second to go talk to Elise. Like, you know might have a female perspective to be honest i think carson was the better yeah, choice probably. i think so too <laughs> i think he feels connected like carson knows carson is like culturally connected to all of them and like mm. is a person that they all that they all admire yeah and i could and see a teenage tats boy would never ask a woman a yeah. right and tats would never ask a woman for her advice 
Yeah, he just hates that he doesn't really respect women. Even though he thinks they think more than he does, right? He still doesn't actually like. He probably gets some really good insight from Elise because she's an observer and she has a lot of thoughts about Thymara. Not gonna happen. Also, because she he could just talk to Thymara, but yeah, but no, that's not an option. Well, I just thought it was funny that Elise didn't even, like, rate being, like, mentioned in his who else could you have talked to list, you know? (laughs) At this point, he could just go talk to the, well, the boat's not there, but he should talk to the boat. Like, it's like that, um, what's the the episode of uh, Seinfeld where George decides to just do the opposite of whatever he thought he was going to do and then he has like the best day ever yeah. because he goes against his instincts. That's what, what Tats should do. Oh, George. Summer of George. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think, I think we've hit everything so I'm going to bring us into our every episode prompts. This be my crew, character introductions and exits. So we've got Synod Erich back doing shit. And then also uh, a ghast man, Bigasty. Dead. Out. Big nasty. Yes. And, <laughs> and hello to Hello Bibbe. Oh yes. New new child. Hello to a uh, very uh, opinionated trade trader, Polsk and Carbon. Car- I don't know their names. <laughs> Cantrell. I could write down names and be. Thank you. That's stupid. <laughs> Professional, but who cares? Uh, and then we also can say hello to a flying Centara, and and the Dragon Spa. And the Dragon Spa. Hello again, Dragon Spa. <laughs> So, speaking of some shady people, shady business adventures, who is being shady? The entire council of Kasserin. Hella yes. shady. The they just think that they've got better lawyers than this poor trader who... It's like everyone completely forgets that he has the only boat. And I know that they think they're going to get their boat up there. But if unless the, uh, their boat can walk, it's not going <laughs> to get anywhere near where it needs to go. I don't know if I agree with that though because the only reason the boat needed to walk was because the water was really really low. But then it rained forever and now the water is the water in the river are high, so a boat could scoot its way up there. It just depends on so, whether it can you know, if it's impervious during the rainy season. Yes. Mm. Um but then you know what? Leftrim is also being kind of shady because he just kind of screwed that one trader over. Not trader, but uh, uh, shop owner. Unless he I mean, also like transfers the bill to the Kuprus. Well, he did say, yeah, as I soon think as he the intends, pays me. Yeah, it's not that yeah. he doesn't intend to pay them. And, you know, it's holding the city. The members of that city need to also hold that council accountable. And so mm-hmm. now he has somebody who's also invested in him because he needs to get his money. Right. Yeah, you suddenly you start to flex those connections, which seem very important in such a small, integrated town. Uh, what are the dragons doing? What a tangle. Realizing Sunday. they need to get their butts in the, in the air. Yeah. Learn to fly. Flying, being soup. Learning <laughs> how amazing hot tubs are. 
making uh, you know weird and strongly worded pronouncements fly or die here <laughs> oh okay we we can have dragony announcements over the PA system at Roteland but they and they have to be like that and there's like no explanation <laughs> <laughs> and then it's some like will just ominous. be people singing to the dragon so we'll just get on be like right <laughs> Every once in a while, someone will just yell, "I am Centaura," <laughs> and, and, and we can have like people who do who are really good at the dragony like compliments, like, "Oh, come to me, my copper queen, You're doing so good. You swim so beautifully." Or like oh, and blue, can... blue, and beyond blue, because <laughs> what was that, Elise? <laughs> Elise was like, "My mind is on left and stick. I don't, I don't have time for." It's like if I was tasked with writing I, a poem. I, I did I skip know. that line in my summary of the sex with Hest was always bad and sex with Leftern was never bad. That's hardly a comparison. She didn't even write. Um, oh, I was gonna. I thought about. Oh, so remember during the Game of Thrones era, mm. and yes, they would go do, on. and they would do things in the city. To attract right. people for social media clout, I don't know. Mm. Remember the one time we had to like go on a on a scavenger hunt. I like that, that she says around. we had to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we were forced. <laughs> we did <laughs> to <have>. scavenger. <laughs> this was required. Uh, yeah, and we we so you went to different sites, and like one site like looked like it had been sort of half destroyed because a dragon had landed there, and then like another, you know, do you remember? Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, what was that for? I don't remember, but it, it culminated <laughs> at Macy's. <laughs> As all oh, things do. That, was that the stupid thing with the dragon shadow? The dragon shadows. So let me get to my point. I'm being <laughs> long-winded. We have to think of a way to make the dragon's presence felt in our park that's better than that we just need shadows oh. that will like cast over like if oh. we could somehow make giant shadows definitely cast don't over, but make without seeing anything in the sky so if somebody could work on invisible clouds definitely don't make people watch ice melt <laughs> i did not watch people... that ice melt i watched I you guys watch that ice melt <laughs> i did i watched ice melt all day at work it was great oh my god I had it on a monitor at work. What are you uh, talking about? And that was the that was how they revealed. I remember because that's the day I got let go from my. (laughs) Oh my god! Watching fucking ice melt on your computer. That's probably fair. I was watching ice melt all day. (laughs) They were paying enough to to watch ice. Release a premiere date. What in the world was this? Was this a cool New York thing? You no, the ice like... melt thing was like how they revealed the premiere date one season, which was real dumb. What? And it was just like it was an online thing. You watched ice melt, and it would reveal the well, date. Well, okay, at the end so of they it. would only you had to like put in a pa- so they were it was ice melting, and there were flamethrowers, and the more people put in like flame emojis, the bigger what? the flames. The flamethrower would get more like. It was. Yeah, I refused worst. to watch it. What a trailer is for. It took no, like they had seven hours. hours. Oh my was, god. Like, which season was this? I don't remember. I want to say four. But maybe wow. But you know what? Four? So many people participated, even though it was an awful idea. And now it's like the <laughs> It was 2017. Wow. Oh, God. It was 2017? 
Yeah. Oh, when did you think it was? I remember. I told you. I got let go from my job. <laughs> same day. <laughs> you remember it vividly. Six. <laughs> Rachel, were you thinking it was like 1995? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. no, what season was that? Was that six or that seven? Was, that was like much later then. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't you know, they, invested they barely, at that point. They barely tried with those later seasons. Well, eight was t- 2019, right? Yeah. Oh. Eight was when celebration was. Yes. So it was two years prior to that. So, so it was season probably seven, six. I'd assume. Season six? So or seven. Six. I don't know. We're gonna get yeah. so much yeah. feedback yeah. from our listeners about well, like, remember, we don't really care eight. about this. <laughs> we don't, don't worry. We don't care. And also Rachel cut this all of engineer it. can't do math. So. Anyway, so what I was going to say was that we have to come up with a way that is better than stupid flashlights of dragon wings that are <laughs> Well, obviously, we're projected gonna, on the side of a building. We're gonna have state of the art animatronics, holograms. Oh, holograms! <gasps> can we do like the like the Tupac hologram? Yeah. Yes, Tupac can be a part of the realm. Why not? Yes, <laughs> Dragon Pac. Dragon. Pac. <laughs> cool. Then Eli will get confused though, because if we say everything with a British accent, Park and Pac will sound the same. It'll be Pac and Pac, and he'll be like, I don't or, know what's going yeah. on. The Boston accent, it just gets lost. You Pac. You got Pac. The rope Pac. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I just like take a nap. This goes back to, I can't even remember who said this, but we, you know, we, it'll put an ambiance of the park because there'll be dragon shadows flying overhead and talking boats in the harbor and the harbor, I think you mean the harbor, the Rachel and Ashley park. Yeah. We park our cars in the lot and then we go to the harbor. That ain't Call your ma. Yeah. Call your ma. Jim Ravelli called. Listen to your mother. I don't understand a word y'all just said. Boats. <laughs> Boats. <laughs> oh, it's really Worcester, not Boston. If there are any other Massachusetts listeners out there. My question is, for our live ships that are docked, when people want to go and talk to them, are we going to have top quality, state-of-the-art animatronic uh, figureheads no. on these or are we going to have people, I think they should be people. that are just like standing in like a little opera like <gasps> little really have people that's like one of, of the people. casting because uh, yeah. we can do it like Disney where you stand in line to meet Kylo Ren <gasps> to insult you but it'll just be Paragon but it's a nude man I feel like a penny in there will be well we just make it far away and we trick you yeah the way Disney does everything it's yeah. all tricks that elevator in that haunted mansion tricks you're not actually going down. If you want to talk to Bolt, you have to feed it a finger. <laughs> but one of our entrees that will sell at like the quick concession stops will be chicken fingers that will actually be fingers. So then you just have to reserve one of those to give to the to the. It'll be like Galaxy's Edge where you can trade trash with Jawas, but you're actually feeding Bolt's finger. Yeah. <laughs> We are Imagineers. Listen. I'm saying, why am I not employed by this? What's going to happen is they're going to come out with this whole crew, this whole park, and it's going to be because they took all of our This is all copyrighted and trademarked for our LLC, and if you try to steal my shit, I will come for you. I know a lot of lawyers, okay? We have so many lawyers. They're all dragons. (laughs) (laughs) 
the worst kind uh, of way. Yeah. We figured out why the votes are great, because there's people in them dismantling the patriarchy, badassery, animal husbandry, and expired fashions from Jamalia. They found some... Unexpired no, fashions Did they find the elderly groves in that? Spoilers. Chapter? Shh. Oh. No. Shh. Is the next up. one? <laughs> I'm talking about Elisa's Sorry. robe. It's the only thing of fashion. It's the only piece. It's the only functional garment left. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else is in literal rags. We didn't even get a fashion update from the uh, elderling sexy face interlude. We did get a recap of all of Malta's fucking capes. She's got a whole bunch of them. She's got some with dragons. <laughs> she's got some with stars. She's got red ones. Yeah. She's got green ones. Malta is definitely fashion. Yeah. She's like the only fashion in the entirety of the rainwild. She's got the uh, the Cooper's credit card to buy them. <laughs> There's a rooster on it. <laughs> <laughs> they did find the elderling rooster. Rooster card instead of MasterCard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're they right. Did... They did find the elderling robes because it mm. was when sexy times. Yeah, in oh, the water bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I thought they found it first. And then I didn't know if that was so an after. Later they put it on. Okay. Like I said, I didn't get a chance to reread this section because I am tired. It's okay. Uh, is that it? Yeah. Good? Tis old. Yeah. Okay, so reminder for the next reading section. We will be finishing up the book. Uh, book three, City of Dragons, chapter 13 through the epilogue, uh, which will be short another four. The anthropology. Is that what you wrote? I didn't even try. uh and that's it this has been buckkeep radio you can email us at buckkeep radio at gmail and let us know if we can read your email on air i'm rachel you can find me at darth rachel on twitter and darth underscore rachel on instagram i'm Alyssa, and i can be found at alissamaynard.com i'm jenny and you can find me at faceless Frey on instagram Oh, wow, it's Eli, he said. <laughs> Tree bread cosplay. What, what do you know? know? I'm Ashley, and I'm on Instagram at LadybirdParker. I'm Elena. You can find me at Moth Elena. We did it! We did it! We did it! Oh, we did it. Next. I don't know what we'll talk about, but we'll, we'll think something. Let's all stay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically I can, because I'm like seven chapters deep into the next book, if we're all being Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. try to figure out what the hell the month's names actually mean i like the would like i started out but yeah no. i think it's not r- like real even to her yeah i mean like how many how many are there like how many months are there are we gonna see a repeat of a moon that we saw previously and we're just not paying attention she repeats chapter titles so it could be likely the fish moon <laughs> I figure if I'm off by a whole year, that's fine. But like, knowing within the year, that's I would just cool. like to know. It's seven years after the end of uh, 
life ship traders, right? Sure. Yeah. Something like that. I'm I'm can't think that hard. I don't know. That sounds accurate. I figure that's close enough. I didn't go to math school. Gross. Math school. Seventh year of the Traders Alliance. That would be the alliance between Bingtown and Pirate Isles, maybe? Yeah. You're a genius, Elon. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. It made sense to me. No, I think you're totally right. I think that we'll probably get like 50 people telling me I'm an idiot. But We'll tell them. Um, 50,000. That's, that's yeah. 50,000? Every person who's ever downloaded plus a lot more people because I'm sure some of those downloads were repeat customers. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still think that that's a crazy high number for our terrible... Terrible. Terrible. You take that back, you bitch. We're not terrible. This is the best goddamn We're thing that ever graced act. the airwaves. That's right. <laughs> it's a little terrifying, actually. Like, why are all these people listening to us? Cause Go away. We're all they have. <laughs> Wink. That's true. They have no other choice. <laughs> Congratulations. If they don't want to read chapter by chapter, then we're all they've got. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Like, they prefer to keep it at a faster clip. It's the whole, like, we only get one channel. So this, <laughs> yes, this, is, it. this is what we're watching. Hey, what we're listeners, doing. what did you come for and what did you stay for? Yeah, Very yeah. curious. Tell us. It's it's like when you're playing Fallout and there's, like, four songs oh, on the radio station. You know, eventually <laughs> I had to ban Joey from, like, having the songs on. I was like, I can't listen to the same five Fallout songs. The Ink Spot song? Which the, songs? The, the, the hack and a whack yeah. and it's slashing. Oh. <laughs> hack and a whack and it's slashing. I only know one God. Fallout song. They have lyrics? Are we talking about like the um, Fallout all boys like, or like a game? No, the Fallout video game. There's like They're like pseudo... Um, I guess they're not even pseudo. Some of these are real songs that were sung in yeah. like the 50s and 60s. By the um, ink spots. Can I look them up? Like, what is the one about bongos that the what's his name from the from White Christmas sings? That is not one I know. Danny Danny K. It's a Danny K. song. That Whoa. one. Whoa. Uh, but I think if you add up all of the radio content in those games, it's like a total of like maybe forty five minutes. And so, like, you spend the game playing this, and if you want to listen to anything other than the ambiance. You've got the radio on, and it's just, it repeats itself over and over and over again. Yeah, they're like bad diner songs, but like. <laughs> you should be able to play. Can you not play your own music? You can't, like. I, I think you can, like, override a lot of games and play your own music. Yeah, that's what um, I always did in my Need for Speed days. We uh, say something about what you think about the end of the book so that it can count as a spoiler section and then we can oh, yeah what <laughs> happens at the end of the book i forget um, they i i moved on to the next book i don't know where it stops and where it begins Perfect. because there's no definitive ending yeah where does because it stop? it's there's one fucking book that got chopped up so there's a does leftern even get back he doesn't even get back to kelsinger till the next book Correct. So there's a conspiracy with the Duke. There's the cons. Remember that I remember conspiracy with the Duke. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Selden. His his daughter gonna... is pl 
plotting yeah. the killing with the the cool Which she should, uh, because it's like who's gonna poetry. kill who first basically <laughs> like why not murder your not mother valued. she's yeah. not valued she's been whored out to a bunch of husbands he's openly murdered his other children and yeah he's making shysty deals with uh his little he side is piece reaping buddy. yeah he's reaping what he sowed I was and getting he eats uh, Selden's body, oh, yeah. which is disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, that's a oh a yeah, and God. he immediately gets better, oh, and God. he's like, oh yeah, I can crush this yeah. paper. I feel so strong. <laughs> I'm a paperweight. <laughs> Doing good. Oh my God. Um, just paging through the last two chapters, I really appreciate that the penultimate chapter begins with the sentence, Tintaglia awoke feeling chilled and old. <laughs> and then the last chapter starts with, She opened her eyes to a morning she didn't want. And that's poetry right <laughs> on her face. Every goddamn day. <laughs> I feel like Tintaglia might be in a low place. <laughs> feeling crisp she was really depressed but then after she flew i feel like she should kind of shake it off a little bit you have a bath now um that was good that was good that was good content and then (laughs) uh, thymara immediately regrets having sex because now she's in a relationship and that's not what she Uh oh well what do we think about so Malta is really banking on some of these dragons helping to save her baby. And I'm like, uh-huh. I don't know who's gonna help your baby. <laughs> Maybe Hebe. Maybe. Maybe Tintaglia. <laughs> I feel like Hebe would mm-hmm. be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tintaglia, I feel like. I'm... I don't know. I mean, she, I mean, Malta does, is like, she works for Tintaglia, right? Like, she, the only and Tintaglia is on her way back, yeah. and she's probably the best equipped to. They have do the it. only thing is like they have something to trade because Tintaglia needs this fucking infected arrow out of her wing stat, and Malta's like, "Well, I need my baby saved, so we're gonna do a tit for tat situation here." And you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. But that I think is the only reason because she actually has a bargaining chip because Tintaglia's wing is gonna fucking fall off it's gross it's like draining ooze it's disgusting i like i liked how um ice fire like popped a werther's original into his mouth <laughs> and was like back in my day they used to stick their arrows in poop Ice fire kind of sucks. Yeah. He's the worst. Imagine it being your only option. I know. It's like, oh no. Even Tataglia is like, I do not like this guy. <laughs> last, it's like, not even if you were the last guy on earth. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I'm scanning through one of the chapters, and it's like Ella Candid's hands the Duke a piece of meat, and he's like, jerky? You offer me jerky at foot soldiers' rations? It's like, well, it's human jerky. It's seldom jerky. Jerky is the most disgusting vile food on the planet to me i think it is grotesque i cannot oh it's disgusting oh back when i ate meat there was like a booth at a con that had all kinds of animal jerky at it and we got like a sampler it was strange jerky is strange it's too meat 
ish. It's too close to like me feeling like I'm just gnawing on an actual animal and not mm-hmm. gnawing on like, like leather, a quote unquote yeah. steak or a quote unquote <laughs> chicken. I like it when it's leathery. Oh. <laughs> I like it when it's vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> I'll eat some. Like I prefer turkey bacon because it's leathery. I do prefer turkey bacon, but just because I think pork bacon is gross. Thank you for your commentary about the upcoming plot moments of this book. I mean, Hannibal, <laughs> yeah, I feel it's interesting that he is wanting, that the Duke is like, okay, I'm going to eat this dragon boy who made me feel better, but we're not really sure if it's an actual cure because he's not full dragon versus him being like, I am the singer for Tintaglio. Why don't you use me as bait to actually get a dragon? You smell me? Well, he, I think that he's an impulsive uh, impulsive guy who acts on what is currently in front of him, which is why all of his children are murdered. <laughs> or brilliant Fair. and daughters. And I don't think anyone's listening to Selden at all. Oh, no. True. But he kind of is, because he tells him to get all cleaned up and to fatten him up. I mean, I feel like he kind of does believe where he came from. I don't know. I mean, that he believes what he looks like. Yeah. He doesn't believe any words coming out of his mm-hmm. mouth. We shall see. We shall see. All right. Talk to you next week. Okay. All right, bitches. Okay. Bye. Good Bye. night.